The Mighty Jungle Chapter 1 Shootdown There is only one kind of shock worse than totally unexpected. The expected for which one has refused to prepare. Mary Renault. Two bright white flashes blossomed a short distance outside my door, and something slammed into the left side of the helicopter. The Huey lurched and rocked. Tortured metal shrieked, and the passengers in the back began screaming. Two more rounds crashed into the helicopter in rapid succession. Each one sent a deep shudder through the aircraft. Gripping the controls until my fingers hurt, and pressing hard against the pedals in a vain attempt to keep the nose straight, I slammed the collective lever down to reduce power and made a wild dash for the top of the jungle's canopy, a shaky promise of safety. "'Check the instruments! Check the instruments!' I yelled at the co-pilot via the intercom. Receiving no reply, I glanced to my right to see him looking over his left shoulder, his eyes as big as silver dollars. "'What?' I asked. "'The crew chief. I think he's dead. Jesus Christ! Blood everywhere! What's happening?' I increased the power to stop our frightening rush toward the trees. The resulting G-forces pushed me down. The seat's mesh material stretched to accommodate the extra weight. The rotor blades popped loudly, and the engine quit. Silence in a helicopter is unnatural. Despite the heat of the day, goosebumps covered my arms. Banging the collective back down to retain the rotor RPM, I searched in vain for any open areas. I tried not to think about the height of the trees. Turning slightly to the right toward an area where the trees seemed a bit lower, I endeavored to put more distance between the shooters and us. Make a mayday call, I instructed the co-pilot, and have everyone brace for impact. There was not enough time to do either. Just prior to contact with the trees, I raised the nose as high as I could to try to bleed off the airspeed and pulled the collective lever as far as it would go to try to slow the still excessive rate of descent. The low RPM audio warning started whooping and the helicopter plunged into the sea of green leaves. Tree limbs smacked against the windshield as we hurtled toward the earth. A sharp jolt threw me forward. My body stopped when the shoulder harness automatically locked, but my head continued until my chin slammed into the top of my chest protector. I was going to die. I wished only for it to be quick. A second collision shook the aircraft, and the windshield cracked into jagged lines. My grip on each control became even tighter. A third impact jerked the nose of the helicopter to the left, and there was a loud bang. A large, jagged hole appeared in the windshield. It seemed as dark and quiet as death. Was it night? The straps of the safety harness were cutting into my shoulders. I couldn't see the instruments. I heard no engine noises. I couldn't move the controls. I began coughing and spat out a mouthful of dirt. I ran my hand over my helmet visor. Dirt fell away, revealing that I was dangling sideways and slightly forward over a steep-sided ravine. Part of the nose, the door, door frame, and the roof on my side were gone. The left pedal was broken. The left side of the helicopter was resting on the ground, and the front edge of the floor had dug into the earth, throwing up dirt like a plow. The remaining third of one rotor blade was stuck in the ground just behind my seat. Resisting the urge to pull the quick-release lever of my safety harness, I sat for a moment and let the situation become reality. Somehow, I was still alive.